0: This is Soul to Soul, the show, with Nessie. Sup, Soul fam, it's Nessie here, back with another episode of Soul to Soul, the show, where I talk about life in Korea from the perspective of a black British woman. And as of, I think, a few days ago, I have officially been in South Korea for 5 years. Yay! Happy anniversary to me and thank you guys for listening to this podcast uh, for over a year, those of you who have been who have been here for over a year and I hope you'll stick with me through all my social media activities, whatever I may be doing for the next few years to come. I'm excited for whatever. The next five years is going to bring me because I've been building up and uh, putting my foundations to grow not only myself and my brand, but you know to grow as a person and to to put my foundations here and now I'm I'm doing a little slightly different setup today. So if the sound sounds different, it's because I've moved out from the little room. Because what I've noticed, the sound's a little bit echoey in there. I think I need to change my microphone. I've got my, uh, my what is the mic? Blue, blue dodo, blue whatever it is. But anyway, I've got that mic. I haven't actually used it for solo podcasting. I've only actually used it for, like, duo interviews. But I think if I go back into that room, I'm going to use that mic from now on. At the moment now, I'm just using my Audio Technica mic, the one that I've been using from the jump. And I have moved into my kitchen slash living room for a wider ambience. There's there's no echo or anything like that. And it sounds good, I think, like I did some tests, and it sounds okay. So I'm going to see if that works. If I feel up to it, I'll take out my computer and uh, record in my living room slash kitchen if not if i'm feeling lazy just leave my laptop inside that room i'll just use the different mic what is the mic i can see it's a it blue something it's a really expensive mic both my mics are really expensive actually um only the best quality for myself fam, of course uh but whatever it whatever the difference is i'll try and work it out so there's going to be a, like a few uh like live testing moments where some days some of the audio sounds great some of the days some of the audio doesn't sound as good but perhaps the setup would be this mic is going to be in my living room the other mic is going to be in my studio but well, i didn't want to talk about mic issues or technological issues because there's no point um it's been a long chisok uh, it's it's currently the chisok holiday uh, we had Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday often actual Chuseok day is uh, Tuesday or was Tuesday, should I say. And I already gave an episode about Chuseok and what it's all about and all of that. I did that last year. I just wanted to talk about like family traditions and family holidays and my love of cooking. So those of you who know or don't know, the biggest holiday in the United Kingdom it's Christmas so much so that even though now it is the 22nd of uh the the 22nd of September there are Christmas deals and Christmas decorations and Christmas notifications being set up already in uh different shops different newsletters and stuff, people are preparing for Christmas now, so Christmas is what, December 25th, and it has been, always, How has been, always will be, but the preparation for Christmas starts a good few months beforehand, and I know a lot of my friends absolutely hate this, they're like, oh, I'm all about Halloween, Halloween is not a vacation day, calm your memories, it's like, like, do you see Americans complain about Halloween and then complain about Thanksgiving? I guess, like, Thanksgiving, you don't really have the decorations on all of that and there's a celebration, you know, celebrating the fact that you committed genocide. But it doesn't matter because, I mean, they get Halloween and they get Christmas. Actually, do you know what? The people who complain about Christmas tend to be the ones who see themselves as, you know, going against the grain. Oh, a little bit quirky, a little bit different. Uh, like everyone else likes Christmas. I love anime and I love Halloween. I love horror films, blah, blah, They You know what? Good for you. Good for you. I don't care. Like in the past, I didn't really like Halloween, mostly because I was just tired of people knocking on my door for trick or treats because where I lived, the kids in my area are rough. So I'm not going to be interacting with the kids in that area. But I'm like, it's harmless. It's Halloween, you do spooky stuff, you sing spooky scary skeletons, you have the ghost choir videos every year um, that come out, the cute little animations of the singing ghosts. Yeah, that's fine. Don't hate on Christmas, yeah. That's my time. That's my holiday. I love Christmas and the main thing I love about Christmas is cooking. I love to cook. Those of you who've been following me on social media for a long time, know how much I love cooking. I love preparing for preparing food. Now, here's the thing, I don't like cooking for myself. (laughs) I am a really lazy person. I really don't like cooking for myself. However, I do love cooking for other people. If you hear a rumbling in the background, that's literally because there's a train home pass like I I live next to uh, a train line and we probably won't hear it but it's very noisy to me especially as I got the window open just to let some fresh air through uh, the apartment but I love I love cooking for people it gives me joy to bring food to I love feeding people I think I'm a feeder I love preparing food for people. So when it comes to cooking for myself, I'm really lazy, I'm like, oh, I can't be bothered. Um, I do this, this. And I've already really realised that once I got to Korea and started living for myself, like when I was in university, like I would cook like a biggish meal or whatever, but then people would be like, okay, what's this? And like, I, I gave people like my recipes for my fried chicken And I did like little cookouts and stuff. And some people would be like, oh yeah, I tried it, but it'll never be as good as you, like teach me and all of that. And then as I got older as well, I took over the responsibilities of cooking for Christmas. It used to be my mother and my sister, but then I was like, you know what? I'm the youngest person. I don't really do much, I don't pay rent. Let me have my reparations by spending eight hours of a day cooking. And you may think, Nessie, Eight hours cooking are you mad on christmas day you should be watching tv or opening presents that's my tradition yeah i would i would wake up eight o'clock in the morning i'll put on like my animal kigurumi it would normally be like my, the the lion one and come downstairs like some people may be awake some people may be asleep we're all adults we're most likely going to be uh actually no actually it doesn't matter like People people will wake up about 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock, basically. But I'll be up at 8. Because the night before, I would season all my meats. Like, I will stuff my chicken. Uh, what tends to be a really good chicken stuffer, actually? Like if you don't buy pre-prepared stuffing, I like to make my own. So I like to use um, onions and uh, lemon for like a cleansing taste with a little bit of garlic and some cloves stuffed into the onion. Uh, I would prepare the lamb with some, uh, some rosemary, a little bit of chili powder, some you know some turmeric covering over it, and then do the slices through so it slice it goes into the meat. Uh, the ham. More likely, I would just like wash the hams, prepare it, and then you know uh, everything's settled, everything's ready. I'm done. I'm dusted. So I would wake up eight o'clock. Actually, no, I'll wake up about like quarter to eight, eight o'clock. So I'll start cooking about half eight in the morning. And I know like certain meats that take longer than or shorter than others. Like lamb takes a long time to cook. So that's the first thing I'll chuck into the oven. I'll chuck in my leg of lamb. I'll do it like a, I'll put it in my slow cooker, chuck it into the oven. So it takes a long, long, long time. And then at the same time, I would put my gammon ham to boil. Now for a a nice little tip, for those of you who have never cooked certain meats, always, always, always double check what herbs go well, or what techniques can work well with certain meats, because there's some things that I never realized until like I searched on the internet, until I checked on, um on Google, until I um, uh, watched MasterChef, things like that. like So I discovered that rosemary was great with, with lamb. And also honey. Honey is very, very good with lamb. Um, but not as good as grenadine. My goodness. Grenadine, like the syrup, the syrup itself is Wonderful with lamb, but you're not supposed to do it like right because like, it'll start to burn. There's a lot of sugar. So what you meant to do, you meant to like cook it and you pour the grenadine over like within the last like 20 minutes or so or so. So it has like a nice reddish sheen on top of the lamb. It soaks through the skin, it goes through into the flesh. Absolutely wonderful. And I love like shoving some clothes in, in, in between like the, sh- the streaks of lamb. Now if have Gammon ham, what's great is boiling it with Coca-Cola and cinnamon. And I remember reading this and I thought, what on earth, like you literally cook with just Coke? But yeah, so chuck that in the pot, put a whole bunch of like, just pour like a whole two litre bottle of Coke in there, like depending on the size of the ham as well, but pretty much the whole whole litre bottle of Coke. You can't drink the Coke afterwards because like the meat, it's got to, <laughs> it's gonna go into the Coke. So you're using it just to cook basically. But also cinnamon and some bay leaves. Absolutely wonderful. Boil it. It kind of boils out the salt, but you kind of boil it in the sweetness at the same time. And after you boil that for about 45 minutes or an hour, then you put it into the oven to cook. So then you get like the the kind of barbecue roasty t- t- style. And actually afterwards, you may do, uh, you could put some honey on top of that ham. Again, within the last twenty minutes, ten minutes, because sugar is going to burn. Um, what tends to be good, also, I, I love doing my like what I've been doing in Korea actually, because a leg of lamb is so expensive anywhere around the world. It's really expensive, and I don't really have the cooking apparatus to cook a whole leg of lamb. Like I've got, I've got a tiny slow cooker, I've got a tiny mini oven, and I've got now I've got my my gas cooker. But I don't have like an oven oven because oven ovens are not a thing here in Korea for some reason. So I haven't cooked like a lamb in a long time. But what tends to be great is lamb shanks or like lamb cutlets cooked in wine, slow cooked in wine. That's marvelous. I, I tend to do that around like major holidays and all my friends who are meat eaters because like half my friends are vegetarians and then the other half are meat eaters. The ones who are meat eaters they absolutely adore it because you you cook that lamb for about 3 hours in the wine and you just keep checking that like you add water to make sure it doesn't dry out but at that point the lamb is like falling apart from your fork and then the the wine the wine gives a lovely you know kind of gravy that can go over uh, over very nicely with like mashed potatoes or roast potatoes or anything like that it's just it's glorious like everyone loves it Oh, actually, another thing that's really good, you cook with shallots, like shallots are like the mini onions, like they're a lot more stronger. And for some reason, actually, onions in Korea do not make me tear up. Like I can have a whole onion in my hand, like peels, cut, diced, everything, and I'm totally fine. You go to the UK, I'm peel away one layer of that bad boy and I'm in tears and I can't wipe my eyes because if I wipe my eyes, I could have like splashed onion juice without me realising and then I dab my eyes with onion juice and it just makes it worse. And shallots are even stronger in the UK. But they're delicious. So I have a feeling like maybe Asian onions are different to European onions? I, 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 I don't know. Maybe they're not as not as strong. I do find onions in Korea a lot more sweeter than the onions in uh, the UK, and it's funny because I never really used to like onions. I think when I was younger, my palate my palate couldn't handle like spicy things, tangy stuff. But as I got older, I mean, it's true what they say like your palate matures as you mature. So there's a lot of things that I couldn't eat when I was young that I can eat now like I, I didn't like vegetables at all as a kid now I can eat a lot more I, st- I still don't really like cauliflower um unless I've prepared it and just dumped a whole bunch of seasoning on it carrots have to be cooked I can't eat carrots raw I still don't like cucumber you can't get me to eat cucumber unless it's well hidden like I can't eat it by itself um, my my mom she would love like a sliced cucumber I just can't do it I, I really can't do it. But fruits I love. Fruits I do. that's the main thing. Um, oh, and another thing that I got in terms of inspiration from recipes and all of that was jerk butter. Uh, jerk butter, pretty much like what it says on the tin. So jerk butter, like jerk seasoning. Oh, look. <sighs> the popo are on their way. Anyway, so like jerk seasoning. you can, You can cheat and just get like jerk seasoning. And then chuck that into like a, a chunk of butter or you can try and make your own with like cinnamon turmeric uh all spice, chili flakes whatever and then do that to taste mix that all in and then what's nice about it is that i i always used to do it with sweet potatoes and sweet potatoes obviously they're they're sweet but then if you have jerk butter then it's spicy on the outside but sweet on the inside i did this last christmas when i went over to um have a little fandango with uh nat katie angelina uh nalu um iman was there but she only was there for a short while so she had to go straight away but um the ones who tried like the sweet potatoes they they were like mind blown like how can something be so spicy on the outside but so sweet on the inside? And it's just a, a, a great delicacy. My my brother-in-law, shout out to Earl. My brother-in-law loves it. Like that's the one thing that he looks forward to at Christmas. Was he always looked forward to the the, the jerk sweet potatoes because it was the 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 bee's knees. And I mean, as I talk about all of these foods, I did a lot more. I did like the jollof rice. I did like the roast potatoes with goose fat, the giant pigs in blankets where it wouldn't be like the mini sausages, like the mini chipolatas with like little bits of bacon. It would be like huge sausages wrapped up in streaky bacon. But I just liked the idea of preparing food for people. And I think that's one of the reasons why I'm so glad to have this apartment because my last apartment, it was like one electric stove and the kitchen kind of led into my living area. But my living area was my bedroom. So I didn't really have that much space. I couldn't have people over. I had no space to have people over. Now I have like space that has an island. That's where I'm sitting now when I'm doing this recording. I'm sitting at my island. um, So I have space for preparation. But not only that, I have four gas burners. cook food so i could be cooking multiple dishes at the same time i have my i'm looking across i'm looking at my slow cooker on one side of the of the kitchen i've got my mini oven on the other side so i can be preparing multiple things for multiple people now and now there's a living area that people can sit in and they can sit there and they can enjoy the food that i cook so they can be sitting on the sofa two people can be sitting on the sofa Another two people can be sitting at the island. People can be sitting on the floor. I have a little table that people could be sitting around and eating all the food. I mean, I I need more plates. (laughs) To be honest, I need a lot more cutlery. I need more plates. But now I have that option to cater to people. And that's the one thing that brings me joy. Like, I realize as I got older, especially as I moved here, what brings me the most happiness. Was cooking for people, and food brings people together, and it it brings different cultures. Like trying out the Swedish knäckebröd. Oh, what a beautiful bread that was, and what a a a beautiful bread um, it is, and a a wonderful name that all my Swedish friends (laughs) would mock me because I looked at it as like, what? This is knack bread. This is this is knack bread. No, it's knäckebröd. But all, all the stuff that I've, I've tried from my, my Latina friends. Like I had an enchilada for the first time in Korea because I got taken to a, a, a Latin American restaurant in Hongdae and like trying out Korean food prepared by Korean people and just like the ability of sharing cultures and understanding and learning how to cook. that my, my next goal is to learn how to properly cook uh Korean food like I did a a, a galbi once and one of my Korean friends was like wow this is like the best galbi I've ever tried um I mean that's high praise from someone who's actually Korean but I that's the next step I want to be able to embrace that culture and there's there's certain things from my family as well that I need to learn I need to learn how to properly do antique and funji from my father um so I can pass that on to my kids because that's a meal that I loved, like fungi and sawfish and dumpling and sawfish. I haven't cooked a dumpling in years, but I can easily do that if I have flour. Um, But there's no saltfish here, or at least uh, there isn't a type that I can find. So maybe I have to hunt some more. Now I have that opportunity. Now I have the gas burners. Once I have more people over, once COVID has calmed down, I'm going to be able to have people over, and I want to be able to cook for them a variety of different meals, and it's going to be awesome. So I can't wait. Cooking is amazing, and I'm excited to cook for people in Korea, not just my foreign friends, but my Korean friends as well. So hopefully there'll be a lot more YouTube videos of me cooking, because actually that was one of my goals, was to do videos of me cooking meals. But I just never, I never got the chance to do that because of my hours in my home day place and in my itty one place. I just didn't have the room to cook. But now I've moved. I have my gas burners. I can. I have multiple cameras now. I could do a setup. So I'm excited. Let's get ready. Let's get. Let's get going. In it anyway. That was like a little ramble about food and stuff and just my love of food. But thank you so much for listening, guys. Like if you if you guys have any recipes, actually. Um, let me know. Tell me some things from your own cultures that you guys have always enjoyed. I'm more than willing to learn more about food and expand my horizons culturally and expand my tastes as well. I think it'd be exciting. Um, But if you have any of that to tell me, you know, just let me know. I'm available on Instagram and on Twitter at Soul Nessie, and also do check out my facebook and and my youtube channel soul to soul thank you for thank you so much for listening to this episode i hope you found it entertaining and as always i will catch you on the flip side bye soul fam slaters and if you liked that episode of soul to soul why not subscribe and follow this podcast on whatever streaming service you were using to listen